live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh? Hey there, welcome. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, and every week on this show, we just talk about anything it takes to get you ready for retirement, whether that's getting you into the right investments or tax planning or social security rules, whatever it takes, we just try and take different angles. And I want to uh, do something different because uh, I brought the DeLorean with the flux capacitor and me, you and Sean are going to go back to 1990 in our time machine. And the reason we're doing this is because if you're retiring now, you started this process, whether you were an active participant or not, but your career started around 1990. And just to give you an idea of how different things have been over your retirement career or, or your retirement preparation, as a good example to the rest of us who are about to be in your situation about the big changes that we can expect to happen when we get to that level. So it helps both sides uh, of the, the crowd. Uh, how do you like this, Sean? You ready to go back to 1990? Yeah, I mean, 1990 was a good uh, a good time. I was uh, what was I about uh, six years old uh, back then? So I was uh, I was maturing. I was what's that first grade? So <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, so 1990 for me was uh, eighth grade. Yeah. All right, not bad, not bad. Uh, so let let's go back and look at what the news looked like because some of it sounds eerily familiar, and some of it sounds like it's just from another planet. Number one, 1990. That was the first Persian Gulf War. It would not be the last. Uh, we've kind of made it a nice little habit of just sending guys over there here and there uh, since, really. And this is sort of where that whole interventionist part of our interest in the Middle East started. And then NASA launched the Hubble telescope into space. And these days we have the Webb telescope that got launched into space. And that's sort of our, our generation's uh, version of the Hubble Space Telescope. So you see some echoes in not just culture, but science and heck geopolitics from 1990 to today. So that part's not really that different. Yeah, history seems to repeat itself uh, the more you look at things. But another fun fact was the movie Ghost. That was a great movie. I love that. Uh, a little Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. That was a good time. Dancing with Wolves was uh, came out in 1990. Pretty Woman. And our personal favorite here in the Mueller household, Home Alone. We watched that probably a good uh, 50 or 60 times a year. One of the best. Yeah, my, my kids love it too. And it's good to see how that one made it across the generational gap. Here's, here's the strangest thing, or I don't want to say the strangest, probably the most impactful difference between 1990 and today. 1990 is the day the World Wide Web was introduced into the world. And so now we can't do anything that's not online. I mean, think about what we're carrying around in our pocket. But what, all we had back then was basically, unless you were a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or something, you had landlines and that's it. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. I, I don't even remember, you know, when the World Wide Web came came out. So 1990, I remember when we got our first computer, which was the mid-90s, and that was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, that's... World Wide Web. That was what Tim Berners Lee or something. Uh, I think it was Al Gore, but I, I could be wrong. <laughs> All right. All right. So, look, financially speaking, though, and that is the focus of the show. This is the stuff that'll put you on the floor. Inflation since 1990 has been massive. Can you spell it out from a financial advisor language? Absolutely, and this is where we see a lot of uh, a lot of the same that's going on. So, if we're just talking about home values, a lot of us can wrap our head around home values. The median home value back then was seventy nine thousand 
$100 and you compare it to today, the median home value is $416,100. That is huge. So just think about if you just are trying to buy the average home nowadays, you're looking at $416,000 compared to back then, $79,000. That's incredible. Um, another thing, you know, just just looking at the stock market in general. When you're looking at the Dow, the Dow ended uh, 1990. It was at uh, 2,633, uh, and and recently uh, it was it was over 34,000, almost 35,000. Yeah, see, so you, I wasn't paying attention to the Dow in 1990. I didn't know yeah. it was that small. And so you're talking like, uh, what's what percent change is that? Thousand something percent. Yeah, yeah, you're looking at a thousand two hundred percent just north of that. It's incredible. So you know, it's one of those things where yeah, it goes up and down, and the downs can be very bad. But for the most part, you know, since 1990, if you just invested in the Dow alone, I mean, you've made out. I mean, gangbusters. So what that tells us now, this is actionable wisdom for today's age because you can have the same sort of you know, belief that that pattern will continue at least somewhat into the future. So get into the market, you know, CDs can burn you, but if you index, this is what's so powerful about indexing is you, if you could just ride that down or ride that S and P uh, that averages up to almost 37% a year. And of course that doesn't factor in inflation or cost. We're not factoring it in either just on nominal dollar amounts, get your money, some of it in the market and get it working. I look, even if there's going to be bumps in the road and crashes on a long view, when you're looking for over like a 30, 20, 30 year span, you're, it's almost guaranteed you're going to be positive. You know, and that's one of the things that I try to stress, especially when you come to one of our seminars and, and, and we're talking about all this stuff is, is basically having a little bit of all of these things. You know, a lot of folks are afraid of the market and, and I can understand, you know, the ups and downs and, you know, looking at it every day and all of that. But the long term history shows, you know, if you stay invested, you make money over time. Uh, but at the same time, you do need that that protection. You need those CDs. You need to look at it, potentially the insurance world to where, you know, you're not going to lose due to market loss. So. So it's about diversifying, not just among stocks and bonds, but it's about diversifying amongst all these different investments and products and everything that's available out there. And that's one of the things that we do. And that's, you know, you hear this word all the time when you hear like holistic and all of that stuff, and you can call it whatever you want, but it's, it's the ability to be able to look at everything that's out there in the market, everything that's available and being able to piece all of these different things together to create the, the most well-rounded portfolio for yourself. Well, the first that you did with the median home value, do you have a strong opinion as a financial advisor, if I'm your client and I'm sort of debating on whether or not to rent or own, that is that is a strong case why you need to get invested in, you know, I don't, I say invested in real estate, own your home because you, your wealth grows with the inflated value of that real estate. And with rent, it just kind of goes away. Yes. I mean, some of the, my wealthiest clients are, are those that have invested long term in different properties and they've rented them out over time and they've accumulated properties and all of that. So we do know that property values, you know, depending on where you buy them, but if you in, in most places uh, grow pretty steadily, we've we've seen them take a hit. We all remember uh, 2008 and, and things weren't great. You know, 2013 property values were still hurting, but for the most part, they've come back. They're strong. So, yeah, having a nice diversified portfolio and if you want to own some real estate. But with that said, a lot of folks just don't want to take that on. Uh, because, you know, if you're not going to ha- uh, hire a management company, then you're doing that yourself. And that's a lot of work. And, and when you're retired, you know, that's that's a part time, sometimes a full time job. So you really got to see how much you want to actually put into these as far as, you know, effort and time and, and how much do you want to pay a management company. But, you know, real estate is is absolutely a great investment. 
Well, some of these other financial tools have changed uh, somewhat drastically. CD rates, they were in the toilet for so long, hovering around 1% or so. We're all ecstatic that they're kind of getting up around the 5%-ish range. Uh, but back then, they were even higher. Yeah, they were roughly about uh, 8% back then in, in the 90s. And they, they, come to, they came down shortly after that. We were in a high uh, inflationary time in the early 90s. But, uh, you know, with, you know, CD rates, I would say this, if you're going out in the market and you're looking for a CD and all of that, you know, one year CD isn't bad. Um, but for the most part, they're factoring in and they're already pricing in. When I say they, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about analysts and all of that. They're already pricing in that eventually, potentially next year, we're going to have to push down interest rates and, and therefore CD rates will, will come down. So, uh, you know, next year or the year after, if you're looking to get into some form of a, a longer term CD or a fixed annuity, for instance, something in the three to five year range is probably going to be uh, less as far as interest in the future. So if you're looking for something like that, it might be a decent time. Um, to look for one of those three years or maybe even a five-year CD or fixed annuity and lock that rate in. That's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. The website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. And he has some events in the area coming up, so stick around. We'll tell you about that at the end of the segment. But uh, let's talk about what in 1990 your profession looked like, the world of retirement planning. What's uh, how, how much has changed from 1990 to now? Yeah. Social security is a huge one. So the average social security benefit back then was $550. And if you skip ahead till today, the average social security benefit is $1,701. So that is a huge difference as far as social security goes. And, and again, that goes with inflation. And we've seen it. We've seen inflation over the last year and a half. It's just been crushing everybody. Um, but, you know, at least right now, at least social security, you know, continues to give you a little bump. Some years they don't give you anything. Last year in 2022, it was 8.7%. So we'll see, you know, what it's going to be uh, this upcoming year. I'm sure they're going to give uh, folks a bump in that. But, you know, that's a huge difference, $550 to $1,700. All right, let's talk about the events you have coming up. What are these events? Who are they for? And what are you going to address at the event? Yeah, there's, they're really uh, based for those folks that are about 55 and over, roughly about $250,000 in investable assets. Because at that point, you're able to, to, to implement some of these strategies that we talk about. And they're for those uh, pre-retirees and those retirees uh, we talk about, uh, basically, we concentrate on the five cornerstones of financial planning when you're talking about investment planning, tax, retirement, insurance, and estate planning. And, you know, all of these different things are so important when it comes to your retirement planning overall. You got to make sure you have a sufficient income, which we talk about, making sure that you have nice diversification as far as assets go, taking a look at the insurance world, uh, whether it's index universal life or long-term care. These are all the things that we're talking about in the event. You can go directly to our website. We have a few of coming up on the on September 26th and uh, 28th as well as October 4th and 5th and there's other events throughout the rest of the year that you can go right to our website at MuellerRetirementPlanning.com uh, and and book your uh, book your spot there you can bring a guest and uh, if you meet those qualifications again those at over 55 and uh, have roughly about two hundred fifty thousand dollars in investable assets uh, feel free to sign up we'll give you a call and confirm your registration on there. But uh, you can get a free meal. You get a really fun night and good food at the same time. All right. Are you still doing the book giveaway? We absolutely are. So uh, yours truly here wrote a book. It's called Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. And if you text 248-988-9696, that's 248-988-9696, text BOOK to that number, and uh, we will contact you. We'll get your 
uh, your address so we can mail you out a free copy. You can go on Amazon and buy it, but hey, you're listening to the show. We appreciate that. Text book to that number and we'll get you your free copy. And in that book that we go over some of these things, we talk about social security, we talk about pensions, we talk about all that stuff. So it's a, it's a good read. You're absolutely going to get some good takeaways from it. So please text book to 248-988-9696 and get your free copy. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Text right to 248-988-9696. That's R-I-G-H-T to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy, and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, Social Security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. He is the founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And we want to spend some time today talking about how you can prepare for retirement if you aren't retiring from a corporate job that has a 401k. So these do-it-yourselfers, Maybe you're self-employed or maybe you work for a very small business that doesn't have any sort of company plan. So what do these people do, Sean? Yeah. So first, I like to always go over a couple of interesting stats. So these stats actually come from score.org, which is an organization that helps support small business owners. And according to scores.org, 34% of households don't have a retirement savings plan and 40% of households don't believe they're able to retire by age of 65. So You know, those are some uh, alarming stats there, especially, you know, 34% don't have a retirement savings plan. You need to start saving for retirement. And and basically, if you're a self-employed individual, you need to start looking at, you know, some some different IRAs, some SEP IRAs. So that's a simplified employee pension, Uh, simple IRAs. You can look at uh, uh, solo 401ks. So there's ways that you can start setting up uh, investment accounts even when you're a self-employed individual that can uh, help you get some monies put away for retirement. Those stats may sound kind of high to you, but that sounds about right to me. 34% don't have a retirement savings plan. If you're a small business owner, I, you know, I, I don't have, uh, I'm a small business owner. I don't have 
a, a SEP IRA or a simple or one of these other self-employed 401ks set up yet. And I'm kind of getting to the age where, where I'm thinking about it. So how do I know which one to choose? Yeah, so it all depends on the size of your business. That's that's really important. So for instance, SEP IRAs for self-employed individuals, and really they have at least one employee. You have your simple IRAs for self-employed individuals, and those are for those that have under 100 employees. And then another good one is the self-employed 401k, which is also known as the solo 401k. That's really for anybody who's self-employed uh, with no employees. So depending on how much you are able to put away and the type of business that you have and how many employees, then we can start choosing, all right, which one is best specifically for yourself. And each of them have different limits to invest in. And there's other parameters that go around putting monies in. So, you know, sitting down with a professional going over, okay, this is my business. This is how many employees I have. And this is how much I think I can start putting away. Um, then we can really pick out which one is best for you. So is this something that as a self-employed small business owner, I can do on my own or is it imperative that I call someone like yourself? You can do this on your own. You can open up an account and really start funding it on, uh, you know, by yourself. However, um, do you know that it's the right, you know, IRA for yourself and, and what are the benefits? What are the negatives that come along with this plan? You know, if my business grows larger in the future, how is that going to affect the type of IRA that I open now. So these are all questions that you should go over with a professional so they can help guide you. Okay. If you plan on growing your business, maybe this is a better 401k or IRA plan for yourself. Um, that way you don't have to terminate that in the future. Well, I think the, the big plus of calling you for help would be that I don't have to become an expert in something else now. I, you know, I've I need all my energy and focus on what makes me money and this other, I don't want to have to go learn the differences between a SEP and a self-employed 401k. It's just, what a pain. That's right. And that's really maybe the reason why you wouldn't have uh, retirement savings at that point. You're focusing solely on your business. You're a self-employed individual and you need all of your time focused on generating revenue for your own business. So any extra time to put in trying to figure out what plan to open, you know, that's wasted time to generate income for yourself. Well, the stat that you mentioned uh, at the beginning of the segment, 40% of small business owners don't believe they'll be able to retire by age 65. Uh, that's, I can be optimistic about that. 60% of small business owners think they'll be able to retire by age 65. I think that sounds a little optimistic. I think working until like 70 sort of sounds like the ballpark a lot of small business owners I interact with are looking at. Yeah, a lot of small business owners do tend to work a little bit longer, and that's for numerous different reasons. A lot of them are still passionate about what they do. There is a reason why they decided to be uh, self-employed. They were passionate about a certain industry. They've been able to grow their business. They're very prideful over that business, so they want to continue to work really as long as they can. Others have some form of uh, an exit strategy, for instance, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But small business owners tend to work a little bit longer, but you got to start planning uh, early for these things. And that's the most important thing. So really, it doesn't always matter when you plan on leaving, but how do we make sure when you leave, uh, it's the most profitable and sufficient way for yourself and your retirement plan? Well, it's also once you've had that business going and you've been building it for you know, 10, 20, 30 years, it's probably making good money. And now you got to turn off the spigot when it's finally successful. Now, and I see the the impetus to delay retirement from 65 to 70, at least, is, is pretty strong just from a, a dollars and cents standpoint. 
Yeah, and to that stat earlier where 34% really didn't have a retirement savings, they're starting late. So finally, they're getting their small business going. It's in its most profitable years. So now they're making up for lost time. So these are the years where they're really able to, to put the most away into their retirement plans. And that's really where it comes down to, okay, which retirement plan is best for you so we can put away the most possible. All right, that's Sean Mueller. He's a financial advisor, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. The website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. So if you're within five, maybe 10 years of retirement and you have some of these questions that are mulling through your head, call Sean, ask him about it, 248-988-9696. All right, so other things, small business owners or really um, anyone getting close to retirement, there's a big transition that happens. You go from being the boss, maybe even having some employees and you're calling all the shots and you have all these people that are relying on you and all this stress and all this purpose. And then all of a sudden the next day you're just retired and it all goes away. Talk about that transition. Is that tough for some people? Yeah. Some people uh, like my father-in-law uh, don't like to sit still in retirement. Uh, he wants to stay busy and continue to do things and, and travel and you know, live uh, in Florida or wherever it may be for that uh, individual person. But first and foremost, you have to figure out where you wanna live. So do you wanna live here in Michigan? Do you wanna live here in Michigan and maybe in Arizona? Do you wanna move overseas? So you gotta figure out where you wanna live. Do you wanna live in multiple locations in retirement? Then you gotta start thinking about, okay, how much is this gonna cost me in retirement? Uh, you know, you got to start looking at different taxes. So if you're living overseas, uh, what does that look like? What's their tax structure? Are you going to move maybe to a big city? And maybe your dream was to move to New York and buy a condo somewhere over there. Uh, are you paying state and city tax? What does that look like? How much is that going to weigh on your retirement plan? And where are you going to generate that income? You know, from what assets, what accounts, is it going to be guaranteed income? Is it going to be income that will continue to increase to outpace inflation? So these are all things that you need to start thinking about. But first, where do you want to live? Yeah, that's a big one there. Uh, you know, we talk about how some people have a hard time with the transition. Some people are just really fluid with it. I watched my dad retire and he was eager to just shed all of that and sit around and do nothing. But uh, my mom's about to retire and she's a little more active. So I don't I don't. Is there going to be a clash there when um, the, they're going to battle over their free time? Maybe <laughs> that, that depends on the couple. But, uh, you know, there's definitely plenty to do in retirement. I like to your point, some folks, they just say, you know what? I've been grinding. I've been waking up every day for 30 or 40 years. I'm done. I just want to chill out. I want to wake up whenever I wake up and go to sleep when I go to sleep. And in between, we'll, we'll figure it out. Others, they like to have a schedule still. They want to wake up and go to their Pilates class or their yoga class, you know, meet some friends for lunch and, and you know, maybe uh, have a nice barbecue at their house for dinner. So it all depends on the couples, but plenty of couples have, you know, different ideas of retirement. Um, so, you know, that's going to, that depending on your relationship, that's what's going to determine the clashing of that. All right. I can feel the guy listening to us right now. He wants to know how far away your office is. Yeah. So the good news is if you don't want to drive into the office, we do Zoom meetings. So I know that saves everyone from commuting. So I have plenty of clients that basically we just stuck to Zoom meetings and they love that. Uh, I always like to, to sit down face to face with folks. We're in Southfield, Michigan. 
uh, just south of 696 off of Evergreen Road, right across from the Southfield Public Library. Uh, a beautiful building is called the Atrium Building, uh, newly renovated office. So we would love to see you here uh, sitting across from us. All right, that's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. If you do not have a financial plan already set up and you're getting close to retirement, I cannot stress strongly enough how important it is that you call, go to the website. And if you don't pick Sean, at least you're going through the process and finding the guy who's right for you. But uh, don't put it off. 248-988-9696. 248-988-9696. And uh, the website is just the name of his company. Mueller Retirement Planning. Com. I'm James Parker with Sean Mueller. We'll be right back with more Retire Right. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. The whole reason to get a plan so you can say, you know what, hey, Sean, uh, now I'm starting to think uh, maybe 65 is better. Another reason why it's so important to have a plan, you're just constantly making adjustments to these plans as your life circumstances change. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. He is the founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning. If you have a question for him for the office, for the show, run something by him real quick. And you're, even if you're not a client, give him a call, 248-988-9696, the website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. And we're just having a conversation today about uh, the differences small business owners face when they're planning for retirement and then going through the process, the phase uh, between the career and the retirement world. It's tough for somebody, and a, a lot of people think that you're just going to turn off the lights, lock the door and walk out and be done with your business. But it's really, in, in many cases, it's not that simple. A lot of businesses have to have an exit strategy. Yeah, you're right. It's usually a little bit more complicated than that for most. And I know, you know, you start this small business years and years ago and you, and you might have this uh, grand exit strategy in mind of, of what that's going to look like. And maybe somebody's going to pay you uh, this lump sum of money for you to walk away. But at the end of the day, every exit strategy is going to look different. And you might feel different when you're potentially selling your company that you built up to somebody down the road. And the money might not at that time be the only thing that's important. It might be the reputation of that company. Is that company going to continue? Will it go on? Or will you just close the doors? You know, is it somebody just going to pay you? You close the doors, you're done. If it continues to go on, you got to start thinking about things. Uh, if somebody buys your business and maybe they keep the name, well, you've built that name up. Uh, what happens if uh, they do something that you wouldn't necessarily do if you own that company? And how is that going to affect the name and reputation that you built up? So you got to start thinking about these things. Uh, when you plan on having that exit strategy. And it depends on the company size as well. Uh, so there's so many different things that come into an exit strategy and what that may or may not look like for you. Well, it also sounds like uh, another thing that do I have to become a, a, a new expert and now exit strategies? Because, you know, for anyone who's going to be retired someday, you don't want to retire and then look back at your life's work and just see a pile of smoldering ashes and uh, an exit strategy is uh, something that you probably need help with because you probably haven't done it before. 
That is true. And it's something that you need to start thinking about, you know, really right away. When you start setting up a business, it's not as if that's your end goal, but when you sell a company, you want to make it as seamless as possible. So if that company is going to continue after you're gone, well, along the way, from the time you start it to the time you continue to build it, you're trying to make your company run as smooth as possible. You want to make sure that uh, you have certain procedures in place. So if a new owner comes in, wants to buy it, it's basically a seamless transition. And when you're able to do that, a lot of times you could potentially get a better buyout at that point, just because everything is going to be much smoother for the new owner. Um, you can continue to either, you know, have the employees that you hired or they might, you know, hire a few more or bring on a few more from maybe their existing company. So these are things that you need to start planning for early on when you're building your small business. Yeah. And some of these service professionals have obvious problems. Like if you're a doctor and you've been treating patients and then all of a sudden you retire, you can't just leave them hanging in the lurch. Have you seen people go through that process of having to hand off all their clients or have someone come uh, assume all of these responsibilities? Yeah. And what happens is a lot of times when that doctor or lawyer uh, is going to be selling their business, they're actually interviewing the person that's going to buy their, their business by, you know, the relationships that they built with their clients. Remember, with a lot of these clients, uh, you know, you've been working with them for 10, 20, 30 years, and you've built a, a personal relationship with them. And you want to make sure the person that's going to be taking over your business is going to treat them with the care that you would. So you you really start going out there and you start interviewing who is really uh, what you feel is good enough to buy your business and, and this practice that you've built up over the years. Because again, you want to make sure that your clients or former clients at that point are going to get the proper care that you would give them. All right, we're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning about small business owners and what they have to go through in uh, preparing for retirement. And look, that's something that you don't have to worry about. If you work for a big Fortune 500 company and you were just a cog in a much larger machine and when you go away, they're just going to replace you and no one will know anything different. These things don't even have to cross your mind for one second. But for small business owners, there's a handful of things like this that they have to deal with. A lot of them didn't expect. Yeah, that's true. And you never know what you're going to run into when selling a business. Uh, you know, somebody when they come in and they're going to, uh, you know, value your company, they're always going to nitpick certain things. So you just never know what you're going to run into. But at least if you start planning for these things early and as you grow your business, you're growing under the assumption that this is really how you would like some form of an exit strategy to look like, that's going to be the most important thing because you don't want to finally get to the end there and then all of a sudden things start piling up and then business deals go bad and people are you know, offering you a lot less than what you could have got for your company or you're being forced to sell in a manner that you're just not comfortable. It has been my observation that uh, the small business owners that I've known and talked to, the one strong tip I have for them is do not touch your retirement savings until it's retirement because I hear horror stories about friends, acquaintances, people who have called into the show and they had to dip into their retirement savings so their business wouldn't go under and they did save their business, but now they don't have anything to retire on. 
Yeah, that's true. There's always, you know, penalties when it comes to, you know, withdrawing out of retirement plans that you've set up. You know, each one is going to have uh, their own stipulations, whether it's age of 59 and a half before you can start withdrawing off of it, uh, whether you have to have the monies in there for five years before you can start taking monies out, whatever it is. So, yeah, you know, when you're putting away into these retirement accounts, it's something that you don't even want to think about. You just want to have it on autopilot. I put away however much it is, 5%, 10%, 20% of your income into these accounts and basically just think that it's not there. You know, it's going somewhere. And then in the future, you're going to, you know, open up your statement down the road and you're going to have much more money than you ever anticipated. And you're never tempted to tap into that. So that's very important. And that is unfortunate. Like you said, some small businesses, you know, they get to a point and they're struggling and they need to tap into those accounts to save their business. And like you said, yeah, it's great that they saved the business, but now they have no retirement savings. At least they have their business. Most likely they'll have to work longer than anticipated at that point. But again, that's where we come in and we can help you plan for that. So, you know, it's just important that you, you start putting away money at a young age and when you're building your small business, that not only are you putting away money, but you're building it in a way that uh, is going to be the best uh, exit strategy and, and all of that that you could possibly put together. Yeah, and I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot more of these stories, Sean, because the, the people that had to dip into their savings to survive the pandemic, you know, the shutdown or whatever, the, these are delayed effects that aren't going to be felt for a few years. But I have a feeling you're going to be getting calls this year, next year and for the next few years of people whose retirement plans were decimated from, you know, the the flux that happened during the pandemic. Yeah. Well, think about this. Let's say you have a million dollars in your retirement savings. All of a sudden the pandemic happens. Now you need to dip into that. So you're not of age yet to pull out of it. So whatever you pull out of it, let's say there's a 10% penalty on there. Okay. So now not only are you paying that 10% penalty that you pulled out of it, we basically lost 33% in about five weeks um, over the pandemic. So now you're not only paying that 10% penalty, your portfolio is losing a third of it that fast, and now you're pulling monies out of it. And yes, we did come back and we did recoup the losses of the pandemic, but as you're continuing every single month to pull off monies to help survive, not only pay uh, for maybe your home and, and your personal, uh, finances, but but now you have to try to keep your small business afloat when the doors were forced to be shut. So that basically can drain your retirement savings, and it's going to take a long time if you're even one of the lucky ones to even get that back to even. Yeah, that's uh like a triple quadruple whammy because you have to cash out more stocks because the stock market crashed. Uh, you have to pay the the taxes. You have to pay the ten percent penalty or whatever it is. And then you miss all that opportunity when the market bounces back. You have fewer stocks in there to rebound with. And what a beating these people took. Just And I understand why they did it. They had to save their baby. They had to save their cash cow, the thing that's been feeding their family for decades or whatever. I, I understand. They're just in a bad spot now. Yeah. And that's why you, when you're setting up a, a retirement plan, you have different tiers for these monies. You, you know, you have your safe money, 
you know, where it's really not going to make much in your checking and savings account, but it's liquid. You can get to it quick. You have your your CDs or your fixed annuities that are going to pay you out a certain percentage for a certain period of time. So, you know, that's not going to be in the market, but you're still getting some form of return. Um, you have your more growth stuff. So things that may be in the stock market, you know, different stocks and bonds and, and that. So you want, you know, your money's in different tiers. So, you know, all right, what's protected? How much on average can I expect to get as far as a return? Because if you have all of your money just in the stock market and something like that happens, good luck. Yeah, you know, you can be the most sophisticated uh, stock trader in the world. You're still going to get hit hard. You know, Warren Buffett, take a look at uh, Berkshire Hathaway. They got hit real hard over that time period. So the best in the world are going to get hit. That's why you need to protect your money. So what can you do if you've lost ground and you're trying to make it up? I mean, besides just saving, like where do you save it? How much do you save? How, how do you make sure you don't run out? Well, first and foremost, you need a budget. You need to understand what you're spending. You need to take a hard look in the mirror and say, okay, do I really need these things? Do I really need to go out and eat every weekend? You know, Do I need the newest shoes or jacket or whatever it may be? Everybody's different. So you need to take a hard look in the mirror and, and potentially start cutting out some things and, and get on a hard budget. And that's going to be a hard budget for you personally. And if you're a small business owner, it's getting on a budget for your business. You, you can't just throw monies away. So you have to start with a solid foundation, and that is having a budget. All right, Sean Mueller of Mueller Retirement Planning. Uh, the guy, he is convinced he is 10, maybe five years from retirement. He's thinking about giving you a call. What can he expect when he makes the call? Yeah. Uh, so depending on if you want to come into the office or do a Zoom, we're going to get you on the calendar. Uh, if you have some documents available, your investment documents, you know, Social Security documents, great. That gives us a nice start. If not, just have a general idea. You can sit down. It's a conversation. It's really, you know, like we like to say, it's our first date. We're getting to know one another. I want you to know me more. I want you to know our philosophy. And I really want to know, you know, what got you to this point? Have you been saving? How much? How do you feel about retirement? What's your dreams as far as retirement goes? Do you want to live here in Michigan or in Florida? Uh, what does that look like for you? Do you actually have a real retirement plan right now? Do you understand where you're going to get the income uh, off of these investments. So these are all the things that we start asking and really just want to get your uh, get you thinking about, you know, um, where we're going to generate income and how we're going to protect your monies. All right. Small business owner, self-employed people, really anyone in the, the retirement game, give Sean a call. 248-988-9696. The website is just the name of his business. MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. Com. That's Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right. Drown out the noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. Asking all of these different questions, I've sat with hundreds of different households over the years, and everybody's a little different. I need to make sure that we're tailoring these plans specifically for you and really making your retirement dreams come true. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Uh, Sean, being the CEO and founder of a financial advisory firm, gets all kinds of questions during the week. And sometimes it's in the office at Mueller Retirement Planning. Sometimes it's on email, via phone. It could be a Facebook message. Whatever the angle the question comes from, we take some of the good ones, type them out on a notepad file here. And we like to go over them on the, the radio show here on the weekend. So, Sean, you ready for another round of mailbag questions? Yeah, let's get after it. All right. So these first two are kind of long. I'm just going to go ahead and preface it that, you know, unusually long. But you'll see that they're both kind of related. So there, there's a little organization to my madness here. But first question. My husband just retired and I'm planning to leave my job within the next few months. I just haven't been able to get my replacement trained, but then I'll be set to retire. I'm excited but already my husband has started to pinch pennies everywhere. I can't even get him to talk about taking our first trip after I retire. This is already driving me crazy. How do I get him comfortable with the idea of spending some of our savings on some fun things? This is what we saved it for. And there's an exclamation point at the end there, Sean. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I see this quite a bit. And if you have a real formal plan, then you've already got that solved for. So if you're a client of ours, uh, basically you can say, look, this is the plan that Sean put together for us. He says right here that we can start spending money and start going on vacation. So we already have it built into your plan. So, and that's one of the things, if you don't have a plan, it's hard to get that across to maybe your spouse that's uh, pinching pennies in retirement. But if you have a plan, it's spelled out right there. You can see it all. Hey, we, we have the ability to travel. There's no reason why we need to be nervous and, and not go on these trips. To, to your point, that is the whole reason why you saved this money so you can start living the retirement that you dreamt of. So make sure if you don't have a plan to get a plan and we can show you and, and, and help show your spouse that you guys are going to be okay. Well, yeah, without the plan, you don't know who's right. Because in this scenario, the wife could be right. He could just be, you know, too much of a, a Scrooge with his money and needs to get out and have some fun. Or the husband could be right and the wife is going to cause a spin down and cause him to run out of assets if she doesn't pull the reins back on, on her trips. But we don't know. We don't know. Without yeah, a plan. absolutely. You need a plan. That way, you know. All right, so here's the next one. This one's long as well, but tell me if you don't hear some echoes of the first question in this one. This one says, there are a couple of local charities that we've regularly supported throughout our careers. We don't want to completely abandon those causes now that we're retired, but it seems scary to keep giving as much when we're on a fixed income. Should we hold off on charitable giving for now if we're worried about the financial impact? Great question. And there's a couple of ways to try to take advantage anyway of potentially saving in taxes when you're making those charitable donations. And it's another thing that you want to build in your plan as well, because if this is something that's near and dear to your heart and you want to continue to be able to uh, give to these charities, you need to make sure you can. You, you're right. You're, you're on a fixed income at this point. And it could be scary because you're giving out you know, extra income. You're not sure you can. So make sure you have a plan. But a couple ways that you can go about approaching 
of doing these donations. You can, uh, if depending on your age, if you're at least 70 and a half and older, you can do qualified charitable distributions. And that is when you take monies from your traditional IRA and you donate it and it goes directly to your, your qualified charity tax-free. So that can help save you right there, depending on how you are going to approach donating to that charity to begin with. Because now that we have a higher standard deduction in our, uh, for when we're filing our taxes, a lot of folks aren't able to itemize and take advantage of those donations and getting that tax benefit. In one other way, it doesn't really matter what your age is on this one. It's a donor-advised fund. So you can set up a donor-advised fund account at a financial institution. And basically what you're trying to accomplish there is you, you want to be able to front load future donations in there. Um, so you can get a tax benefit in that in that first year when you do your taxes. And, and with that, it's something that you can build towards while you're still working, putting monies into that donor-advised uh, fund account. And that way you have monies earmarked for future donations when you are retired. So you can kind of build it in your plan that way. Oh, that is interesting. Uh, it, it, look, what this all was, it seemed like uh, just utilizing the rules so some of that money, instead of going to Uncle Sam, goes to the charity of your choice is, is really the, the de facto result of some of this planning. Absolutely. Who can be against that? All right, we're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696, 248-988-9696. And, 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 you know, it's not that I don't, you know, appreciate the importance of paying taxes. I just would much rather give it to a, a charity than one more cent to the federal government. I think I've done enough the tax man thank you that's man. right i think most people agree on that right oh you need some more too bad here's a rule yep. uh next question this one's shorter you're gonna appreciate this one because uh this is a easy one for you is my social security benefit going to be taxed i can't figure out what to expect with that all right on how easy is this <laughs> yeah so for most folks the answer is yes your social security will be taxed for most folks and you can, you can really figure out how much, what percent, whether it's zero, 50%, or 85%. You take your provisional income. Um, so you're looking at your adjusted gross income plus any tax-exempt income and 50% of your Social Security. And depending on where that income falls, uh, you're either paying zero, 50%, or 85% tax on your Social Security benefit or rather either 50% of your benefit will be taxed or 85% of your benefit will be taxed. So depending on if you're single or married and wherever that provisional income lands, I would say for the majority of folks, at least 50% of your benefit you can assume is going to be taxed. Even as a guy who's not a financial professional, I know you're the financial advisor and I'm just a radio host. Uh, when I heard that question, I, even I knew this is going to be some type of trust, but uh, how do we know which type of trust and which one's right? You know, that's it's a very important situation to trust somebody with, no pun intended. Yeah, and and that's where you really got to sit down with the state planning attorney because there's everybody's situation is going to be different. And you, it, in this case, it could be multiple trusts. So you might set up uh, two different ones, potentially three different ones, depending on what you're trying to accomplish. And, and that's where they're going to be able to uh, guide you in that. And then at that point, uh, we can help team up with your estate planning attorney and then look to solve really for a future income for your son in this situation. But really, it seems like the whole point of or one of the big points of getting a financial plan is so that all of these things that you could be worrying about, it's just one less thing to worry about. You know, it's hard enough when you have a special needs kid. And don't you at least want to get that big rain cloud out from over your head and know that if something happens to you, 
they'll be taken care of financially. I know, you know, it's not going to be a, a good thing to think about. It's not going to be an entertaining way to spend your weekend worrying about what happens to your spouse when you pass away. But wouldn't you feel a little bit better if you had that plan in place and had one less thing to worry about? Jay-Z has 99 problems, but estate planning does not have to be one. Right, Sean? I mean, how much <laughs> is just an anti-anxiety service that you provide for people with this planning? Yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. And this is not a fun subject to plan for, think about, talk about, but it's a must. You have to. You can't just delay and push this out and push this out until it's too late and something happens and then you're leaving your your spouse out, you know, uh, out in the cold or your kids out in the cold. So you really want to make sure that you're doing this planning and when you're putting together a whole financial plan, it, it is going to involve estate planning. So if you don't have all of these things in order, give us a call, 248-988-9696. Set up your appointment so we can sit down, we can go over what your needs are, what your retirement is going to look like, and then we can start building your plan. All right, tell them again where you're located. Yeah, we're in Southfield, uh, just south of 696 off Evergreen Road in the Atrium building. We're right across from the Southfield Public Library. So we're very convenient off of 696. Make it easy for all of you folks here in Metro Detroit to come see us. Book your appointment today. All right, that's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. I'm James Parker. This has been Retire Right. Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement.